I think that it, you know, I've been listening to it recently. I listened to it. I bought it when it came out. I come to like it more than I did. And I think it really is. I agree with you. It's straight out of, uh, it's the son of Wrong Way Up and Songs for Drella with a twist because it's very new worth. If you listen to his solo stuff mm-hmm. uh, or interviews with him, it's very much, um, evocative of his concerns and his ethos and his sort of skewed view on the world mixed with kale i think it's very it's very kale too from that era you know they're both in other words being true to themselves and merging yes and and that's two peculiar guys so i think it's it must be said so that (laughs) makes this like a listening experience that um I I don't think anybody who's just like trying to pick up a rock record is going to come away um happy uh with what they hear but if you come into it with a bit more of a um a, a, an ear for something like uh theatrical then yeah. I think that you're you're going to find a lot more to uh, enjoy it's interesting because it's it's like it's simultaneously kind of like high concept and like casual like kind of like low concept or casual right because it is all of these like i mean the record as it exists you know this is just a a cd you know kind of interpretation of this stage performance that was put on a couple years before uh is a series of like song ish sketch ish you know uh, uh uh recitations of lines between a series of characters built around like a, a location, the Cafe Shabu. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's there, I, I give that description of it, and it sounds like there's a lot going on. But when you actually sit down to listen to it, it's like, you know, and you listen to a, a song-by-song basis or, you know, chunk-by-chunk, it's a, it, it can be a pretty easy listen. And there's, like, there's a lot of just, like, kind of traditional, uh, you know, instrumentation, just, like, guitars and, like, harmonicas uh, and, and drums um and uh, almost kind of like a country western flavor to a lot yeah. of it um <laughs> yeah. it's uh i don't know it's it's a fascinating um uh, agglomeration um of east and west of of uh, american and welsh of uh old fashioned and you know cutting it 1994's version of cutting edge musical yeah. uh um accompaniment it's uh it, it's kind of unprecedented to me yeah well put. I think uh, it is. It's don't forget. There's lots of banjo on it too. Yes, the banjo. <laughs> that was his one of his earliest uh, musician uh, uh, instruments that he picked yeah. up as a musician. Yeah, I think that was his first instrument. Uh, he may have played around with guitar, but five string banjo uh, was a thing for him. He's in the credits as playing banjo. Um, there's an interesting credit here that may not be with Kale. A friend of Bob's was named David Soldier. There was a recent New York New Yorker article about this guy, David Soldier. By day, he's a, neuro, uh, a, neuro, a neurologist who does, uh, an experimental neurologist who does studies of the brain. And by night, he's a jazz musician with his own sort of jazz orchestra. He also put out a record of elephants playing musical instruments. Sure, so, absolutely. yeah, just another one of Newworth's, you know, motley crew of friends. This guy right, David exactly. Soldier. So I saw I, I met Soldier with Newworth once, and um, I was happy to see his credit on it. Um, Bob had a regular group. There are not too many on the record. 
T-Bone Burnett, David Mansfield, Stephen Souls, a lot of people who he pulled into the Rolling Thunder review, he stayed friendly with. Peter Case, the LA-based songwriter, great songwriter, a um, lot, of, lot of wonderful artists who Bob nurtured and supported all through the years. Uh, so David Soldier is one of them he pulled into this project. I agree, it's high and low, you know, it's Kale's European, you know, high art, you got synthesizers, and then you've got the banjo and harmonica. I think there's a harmonica at one point. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's ambitious, fascinating project, I think. <laughs> ambitious and fascinating are definitely the words for it. Evan, you were saying, uh, uh, we were texting <laughs> separate this morning. <laughs> this is, because uh, going into I thought you were going to really dig this thing. And it sounds like you were maybe a little more uh, uh, lukewarm on it well, at, at this moment in time. I, I do think that it's um, a tough sell. Uh, I'll say that. <laughs> Even to, I'm, I'm usually the one of the two of us who's like really uh, game for experimental theater t- yeah. coded <laughs> things. Whatever crazy bullshit anyone wants to whip out. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this one is just like, I, I, it's it's um, a little bit it's it's per, it's very peculiar and perplexing uh, even to me and uh, I I don't really think that that's a bad thing. I, I think that it's um in a, in a better world this would be like kind of there'd be more things like this. Like more more records like this would have been able to come out. It, it's kind of one of those things where the uh, the fact that these two guys got together somehow had the money to do it is it, just like. Uh, a, a, a good for the world in itself. Um. <laughs> right. Yeah. Regardless of like what actually ends up coming out of it, just the fact that it was able to happen is a, uh, is a positive. There's a lot. I mean, there's some negative reviews of this record. I, I was looking. I think there's only negative reviews of this record. <laughs> Randomly, the, the all music review on this one, not negative. One of the wow, few yeah. times when all music is like, actually this one's good. So who knows? <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, a lot of them are, uh, not very kind. I think that there's a lot of the, uh, uh, well, it, it, Kale's comments on it, like make a lot of sense. He was like saying that it's kind of like, a like Brechtian, I think. Yeah. Is what he, yes. And, yeah. and, but also kind of like, um, Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two things that go great together. Yeah. And I think New Earth in, in one interview. In one interview, I'm sorry to cut in. New Earth no. said it's like Kurt Vile meets Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> See, that's crazy that he was that self aware of it. Like, because I was, I was almost gonna say Prairie Home Companion. They're like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, or it's kind of like NPR vibe thing going on like the the banjo also like the cleanly recorded banjo and like country and western segments with like very crisp voiceovers um yeah it does remind me of like the lake wobegon shit from uh guy noir private eye and so on and brought to you by powder milk biscuits in the big blue box with a picture of the biscuit on the cover made from whole wheat Whole wheat heavens, they're tasty and expeditious. The more I've been listening to it, the more hooks have revealed themselves. There are hooks. There's cool little synth, synth yeah. lines that jump out at you. And uh, and there's a few songs I think are really, you know, I would say, 
for the ages, the few that really are. No, I, I did want to point out that I do think to your question in uh, that the songs that are on here that are uh, there's there's only a few that I think are full on like start to finish. It's a song songs, but those can be quite good. Um, I really love the uh, the song "Broken Hearts." I think that one's you know great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which we uh, saw recently on the uh, fragments. Yep. Yeah, um, modern world. I, I think is is a, one of the better moments of Bob Newworth singing. Yeah, um, I mean his voice is pretty distinctive. His whole like what it's such a funny comment. Just the way his voice sounds next to John's, you know, yeah. is yeah. like so. Um, it, it, I don't know. It's it's a really uncanny kind of feeling because it they just don't you you imagine john at least we imagine i imagine john you know counterposed against like either lou right or uh or eno really are the two main you know reference you know to counterpose against his voice and newworth is so distinct and so he's got that high you know midwestern kind of reedy tone to it yeah and it uh i think it really works but it's kind of it's bracing uh the first you know couple times you you hear it it's like what (laughs) what's going on here yeah yeah, Sounds I agree. Like a teacher, agree. like a like a English teacher, yeah, <laughs> singing, like bursting in the song. Uh, I I, yeah. I don't know if you want to go through the record from start to finish. We could, or, or hit highlights. I mean, I, yeah. I like the songs you mentioned. A few others jumped at you know that I I prefer. First of all, Cafe Shabu. I think the second track, which is sort of yes. the, after a bizarre overture, Cafe Shabu is pretty. Uh, pretty unique. Welcome to the Café Shabu. Permit me to introduce you to some of our regulars. Starting on my immediate left, ladies and gentlemen, here in Café Shabu, you'll note a poet, a man of words by trade. And yes, that's a refugee from an unnamed political philosophy come here to spread his message of joy and peace amongst us. Thank you very much, sir. Over here next to him, we see a lady who has traded in a lifestyle of the rich and famous for work with underprivileged and exceptional children, which I'm sure makes her very pleased with herself, ladies and gentlemen. Sitting next to her, a man of letters and words and moods. A man who spent most of his life deceiving himself and now finds himself facing six years in rehabilitation prison and a death sentence on the outside. Mainly Newworth doing like this bizarre maitre d introducing you to the denizens of this otherworldly restaurant. Characters. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, you know, I don't know how many times you want to play that in your life, but it's definitely <laughs> worth hearing and funny and, and kind of typical of Bob's humor. Um, 